0: from the space welcome to another episode of daily Grace with alan wonder chapter edition today's wonder chapter is Job chapter 32 and as you said it with a word of prayer almighty god I want to thank you for this wonderful day doing thank you for the gift of life I want to thank you for the gift of provision one thank you for always being there for us When we have gone wrong in our thoughts in our actions in what you have done what you have failed to do may you always come and be there for us may you come and guide us may come and show us the right path father May you come and fill us with the Holy Spirit to stop us from sinning, all those who are in pain, all those who have lost hope, all those who are sick. We we'll put them unto your hands that you, Almighty Father, King of Kings, will bless them, touch them, extend your healing hand upon them, and give them faith, Father, that you have something planned for them. We we'll pray this, believing and trusting in the mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen. And without wasting time, Let's go straight to today's message from Job chapter 32. Elihu. So the three men stopped answering Job and because he was righteous in his own eyes. But Eli, son of Barakel, the Buzai of the family of Ram, became very angry with Job for justifying himself rather than God. He was also angry with the three friends because they had found no way to refute Job and yet had condemned him. Now Elehu had waited before speaking to Job, because they were older than he. But he, but when he saw that the three men had nothing more to say, his anger was aroused. So Elehu, son of Barakel the Bozrah, the Buzar said, "I am young in years, and you are old. That is why I was fearful, not daring to tell you what I know. I thought it should speak." Advanced years should teach wisdom, but it is a spirit in a person that gives breath of the Almighty, that gives him understanding. It is not only the old who are wise, not only the aged who understand what is right. Therefore, I say, listen to me. I too will tell you what I know. I waited while you spoke. I listened to your reasoning. While you were searching for words, I gave you my full attention. But not one of you has proven Job wrong. None of you has answered his arguments. Do not say we have found wisdom. Let God, not man, refute him. But Job has not marshaled his words against me, and I will not answer him with your arguments. They are dismayed, and they have no more to say. Words have failed them. Must I wait now that they are silent? Now that they stand there with no reply, I too will have my say. I too will tell them what I know, for I am full of words, and the spirit within me compels me. Inside me I am like bottled up wine, like new wine skins ready to burst. I must speak and find relief. I must open my lips and reply. I will show partiality, nor will I flatter anyone. For if I was skilled in flattery, My master would soon take me away. Amen. And this is our short wonder chapter. What message do we have from today's wonder chapter? And the first one comes from verse 8. What does verse 8 say? But it's the spirit in a person, the breath of the Almighty, that gives understanding. Amen. Let me read that again. But it is the spirit in a person, the breath of the Almighty, that gives them understanding. The spirit in a person, the breath of the Almighty. The Bible is telling us how strong we are as Christians. One. We all know that we have the breath of the living Lord in us. Because when the Lord was creating the first man, He breathed directly into him. He breathed directly into him. And that tells us that we are carrying something important. We are carrying part of the Lord's DNA on us. And the Bible today is very sweet. It tells us, but it is the spirit in a person. It is the spirit. That's where the breath of the Lord is found. In your spirit, in my spirit. That is where the breath of the Lord resides. Not in your flesh, but in your spirit. And that just got me thinking, how often do we nourish our spiritual body? Okay, like our spiritual being. Because if I say spiritual body, this is going to be confusing. How often do we nourish our spiritual being? So many times we spend a lot of time, both physically, mentally, name it, to nourish our human body. But how long, how much time do we spend on our spiritual self as well? Because the Bible today is telling us that that is where the breath of the Lord resides. The Bible today is indirectly questioning us. Is asking us how are we looking after our spiritual bodies? Are you there choking yourself spiritually? Are you there not feeding you? Are you there starving your spiritual being? The Bible tells us that the spiritual being today is the temple of the Lord. And so many times we nature our flesh, we nature our bodies, but we don't do anything about our spiritual form. And it's not until your spiritual being is aligned somewhere with God that that you will find comfortability in your faith. Trust me. If you do not, do not maintain, develop your spiritual being, you'll find a hard time being comfortable in your faith. That's why so many times you see yourself like questioning certain things you do, certain actions of the flesh that destroy the spiritual body. I don't know if it makes sense. Certain actions of the flesh that you do that destroy your spiritual being. And there's so many. And in the same way, there are certain actions of the flesh that build your spiritual body. The spiritual body, a spiritual being is a temple of the Lord. It's the vessel of the Lord. That's your direct link to God. The question is, are you looking after your spiritual being? And what are you doing? When you go into verse 18, verse 18 says, For I am full of words, and the spirit within me compels me. Amen? We have been talking about the spiritual body, and now here verse 18 is telling us, I am full of words, and the spirit within me compels me. That just shows us that our spiritual beings are directional. Amen? They are directional. They help to guide us in life, to show us where to be. But if you are not nursing it, if you're not nurturing it, do you expect it to give you a sense of direction? Yes, sometimes it will give you. But because you have not nature, your spiritual being, most times you will tend to ignore it. And at the end of the day, you'll be astray. Because when you go to 21, it says, I will show no partiality, nor will I flatter anyone. It's because you have a strong spiritual connection with the Lord that you will be able to see some things, that you'll be able to distinguish what is right from what is wrong, that you'll be able to stand in faith and do actions of faith For example, showing no partiality, flattering no one. There are some things that we take for granted, but we do them because our spiritual beings are weak. You may not be seeing something. You'll be doing something, and then your friend doesn't want to do it, and he's telling you he's wrong, but you cannot see why it is wrong. Why? Because your spiritual being, because your flesh is detached from your spiritual being. I don't know if that makes sense. Your flesh is miles and miles away from your spiritual being. It, you cannot take action, you cannot take advice from your spiritual being. Why? Because you have not nourished it when you go to verse 20, it says, For if I was given flattery, my maker will soon take me away. And this is like the Bible giving us a warning. It's telling us there's something ahead. It's telling us, brother, sister, look, if you cannot develop your spiritual being, if you cannot align your spiritual self, there is something that you won't like ahead. There is doom. Why don't we sit down today and listen? Why don't we give the Bible, can I say, room in our hearts? Why don't we sit down and reflect on how we have been treating, how we have been living? So many times as Christians, we been living by acts of flesh instead of acts of the spirit. And when I say spirit, I'm not meaning this other evil spirits, Our spirits are our strongest assets that we have. It's our direct link to God. And when you nurture your spiritual life with God, by reading the Bible, by respecting the Ten Commandments, by putting in practice what you have read, by being a genuine Christian, by following Christ's steps, you are elevating your spiritual relationship with God. And once that is said, trust me, you are good to go. And it's not easy, no. Trust me, because we are all children of God, but we really love things of the world. We love earthly things. But when you keep on praying to the Holy Spirit as well, amen, if you keep on praying to the Holy Spirit as well, keep on praying to God, asking Him for a sense of guidance, a sense of direction, He's going to renew your life. Don't get comfortable when your spiritual being is not burning, when it's not in flames. Don't get comfortable if your spiritual being is so dormant. it should be your compass. It should be your vessel of direction because that is your direct relationship with God. And today's message has been really kind of hard to understand. But I really pray that the Lord fills with the Holy Spirit to at least speak something from what I've seen. Get some time. Read chapter 32. What do you get? What message do you understand? Feel free to write to us dailygroupswithalan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on in Instagram or Twitter at Alan, we love to hear from you. Remember, Lord, can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty loving God, I thank you for this one. I thank you for giving you I thank we'll you for always being there for us, Father. We have gone wrong in our thoughts, in our actions. We no, don't know what we have failed to do. We you please forgive us, Father, for all the times that we have failed to nourish our spiritual lives. Father, for all the times that we have failed to set our spiritual beings a place in kingdom with your love and everything for you, Father. We pray that may you forgive us, fill us with the Holy Spirit to come and guide us, to come and show us the right path, so that we may put our spiritual beings directly in contact in association with you, so that at the end of the day, Father, everything around us is safe, everything around us is at peace. Why? Because we... Have a relationship with God because spiritually we are attached to you, Lord. We call this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.